My team and I explore a spooky old gel on Brain Half Full, up next. Yo, what's up guys? Welcome to the Brain Half Fool. I'm Wiley Bergbar and I'm your host. Now we got a spooky one this time. We are talking about the Baker County Old Jail, located in McElhinney, Florida. Now it's about 30 miles away from, uh, 30 minutes away from Jacksonville, Florida. Uh, if you've ever been there, um, it's located in Baker County. And it is, uh, it's, uh, it's a small town. But this old jail has some pretty crazy history to it. Uh, we got invited to um, investigate it because I'm a part of a paranormal team and we were pretty excited because of the reports that we were getting out of it. Now the history that comes with this place is pretty extensive. It was built originally in 1911 where basically the gel was added later. The cell blocks were added later in 1938 and they continue to be a prison or a gel until 1973. Now, currently, it is the op or the home base of the Baker County Historical Society, and is ran by President Justin Burnham and Vice President Tyler Roberts. And both those guys are absolutely amazing. So, if you ever do make it, get a chance to go up there, hang out with them. I highly suggest it. Now, it seems, according to Justin and Tyler that things go bump in the night or during the day even when they're there closing up or doing things around the the location they'll hear noises coming from the jail cells they'll hear um, the jail cell um, locks opening they'll hear um, moans and groans and uh, footsteps going around the actual house part of the old jail um, they have also reported hearing a woman in the house part of the museum or the jail. They also get reports of seeing a man or men sitting on the front porch as people will walk by. So it's interesting because you'll be driving past the old jail just doing your normal thing and you'll actually see apparitions of people sitting in the chairs which are located on the front porch of the old jail. So there's a lot of things going on here and my team and I were very interested in going. Now my team and I consist of um, uh, my my boss, uh, his girlfriend, uh, his name is Troy, Amy, myself, and Tanya. Now we as a group complement each other very nicely. We bring a lot to the table. We bring a lot of equipment. So when we got this call, when um, Justin called us up to ask us to come investigate, uh, we were extremely excited. So we got in the car, we drove over to McLenny, and the first thing that when we, what we did was when we got out of the car, we were immediately hit with this just overwhelming sense that like somebody was watching us. We haven't even made it inside the building yet. It was just like one of these things where 
you know, you get out of your car and you just feel like someone's like staring at you from the windows. Or, you know, you just get that feeling that just someone's watching your every move. And I was a little bit apprehensive at the fir- at first. You know, I was kind of scared. I was kind of, you know, I've never really <laughs> investigated an old jail before. You know, I've only seen, uh, you know, movies where, like, people go in old jail and, like, things, bad things happen to them where they're, like, getting dr- dragged down cell blocks and screaming and shitting themselves, basically. So I was kind of, <laughs> I was kind of nervous. Now, what, what made this experience even better right off the right off the bat was the fact that um you know as we're going in troy he just goes off with justin and tyler and he just goes off to the back of the jail and he just leaves amy and myself to just kind of wander around the house part and we're both kind of like uh okay and so she goes off and does her own thing and she you know she's kind of figuring things out and I decide, like a dumbass, that I'm going to go up the stairs that was were built in 1913, because, you know, that's intelligent. So I'm going to go up these really old stairs and check out the second floor. I haven't even looked at the first floor. My, my in, initial thought was, hey, some stairs right here, let's go up them. So I go up these stairs, and now I, when I tell you that every step was creaking I'm serious on that, like every like every step, okay? And so I thought Amy was going to, she saw me going up these stairs, so I thought Amy was going to follow me. And uh, <laughs> as I'm going up these stairs, now mind you, this is like the first two minutes I'm in this damn house, or house part of the old jail, I should say. And I kid you not, guys. As I'm going up these stairs, I'm about I'm about halfway up the stairs when I heard footsteps behind me. All right? And so I'm thinking in my head, "Oh, Amy's finally, you know, following me up the stairs so she, you know, we could check out the second floor, what, you know, whatever." So, I start talking to her. I'm like, "Hey Amy, so we're going to go up to the second floor." And then as I said that and turned around to like actually look at her and talk to her, nobody was behind me, guys. Nobody. And what I was hearing was someone literally following me up the stairs. Okay? Like, you know how like you, you have your buddy or someone following you up the stairs? Like, you can literally hear their footsteps right behind you? That's exactly what was happening with me. Okay? And I'm already kind of, you know, pasty white. I'm, I'm, at, I'm transparent at this point, guys. Okay? Like, I'm freaking out. And I'm like, Amy, uh are you there and she's like yeah I'm, I'm coming up and i'm i was like oh my god like she wasn't even close to the stairs it wasn't even one of these situations where she may have walked upstairs a little bit and then went back down she wasn't even close to the stairs so whatever i was hearing behind me was was someone else okay um now eventually i get myself you know, collected and back to normal, and, I, and I'm telling Amy, like, my experience, I'm like, all right, yeah, first two minutes in the house, and I've already got someone following the stairs, and it's like, oh, this is a good thing, I'm like, yeah, you, you know, you're right, so we start going up in the stairs, and every room upstairs, like, has this feeling of just uneasiness, okay, like, very heavy, like, in some places, you would even get vertigo. Have you ever like, had vertigo where you walk into certain places and you just feel dizzy? 
that's exactly what's going on here. Like, we just felt, I don't know, just off, I guess. And we were both feeling like I, we at one point, I think we even got a little bit of a headache uh, going around in some of the rooms. Now, as we are walking around, um, we eventually get to like this newer edition, which was was uh, put in later to like connect the house with the cell block. Um, and so we go into the actual jail part, um, which is um, quite interesting. Um, so with the, like we go up through the upstairs part portion of the cell block. Um, so when we enter, immediately, when you're looking at this guy, like I kid you not. Okay, so you when you enter the cell block, you're faced with this door, this heavy metal door. Okay, and if you it it takes some strength to open it. And like you have to like really pull it open. And when you look down there, down this little corridor, which is like a, I don't even know how to describe it. It's more like uh, something that like where they had all the pipes and stuff from the the toilets and the and the gel cells, whatever. They all connected like all that in there. But if you shine your flashlight down there, it's the stuff of nightmares. Okay, it's the stuff of nightmares. Uh, I'm waiting for like some goddamn crawler zombie looking thing to just start crawling over the pipes and charge me okay that's what that's what i'm waiting for so i tell amy i was like that's a big nope so and she's like yeah and it's like let's go look at the um you know the cells so there's two sides there's the left and there's the right so we decided to go down the right one the right side first and as we're walking through like we're talking about the reports that justin and tyler gave us um because what what would happen during Halloween season is they would actually turn the old jail into like a Halloween event. And they would actually have the local high school kids come in and like hang out in the jail cells and like people would pay money like to walk through the jail cells and like kids would jump out and scare them. Well, the problem was that kids would, you know, be sitting in these jail cells, you know, waiting to scare people. And then some shit would actually scare them. We had, there was one kid um, that Justin was talking about that, you know, kind of, you know, one of these typical high school boys, pretty tough, whatever, but he ran out of the jail cell crying because something had grabbed him while he was waiting for people to come by his cell. And it scared him so bad that he refused to go back into that actual prison portion of it. And then one girl reported, um, you know, hearing someone saying things to her, which freaked her out. So she refused to go back there as well. So these are some of the things that we were talking about. And also the fact that kids would, like, mess around with the doors and they would put their arms in it. And all of a sudden, the door would randomly close on their arm. Like, they wouldn't close it. The door would close by itself. So we're going through all these different things and we're talking about it. And... and and I'm pulling these doors open, and these doors aren't going to close by them. I mean, these doors aren't just going to, like, gradually close. Like, you have to use force to close these doors. These are heavy doors, all right, to the jail cells. And, uh, man, I, just walking through those cell blocks and, and looking at those different, um, you know, you know, cells and whatnot and how prisoners lived in those times you know during those times like a florida heat i mean it was definitely a difficult 
place to be in if if you were a criminal. So, but we're walking through and we are hearing knocking noises. We're hearing people whispering, talking, and this is we haven't even started the investigation. This is just our walkthrough. Okay? We're we, we have not even started the investigation. So, Amy and I are just, you know, like, wow, this is this is crazy. Well, eventually um, we go downstairs, and there's another another cell block. Now, this is more like the maximum security, kind of like for the more hardened criminals. And we go in down there, and we're looking, and one of these rooms is called the Red Room. And in the Red Room, one of the prisoners killed himself. And the energy in that room is, um, <laughs> let's just say, you don't want to be in that room for too long. It just... it it really messes with your head and on top of that you know when you go in there by yourself it just you get this overwhelming feeling that you are just being stared at by something or someone so that was fun and then when we're about to walk out there's another room that they actually have inside this this gel cell room they actually have a actual coffin that they um, shipped one of the prisoners, no, brought one of the prisoners in, uh, and they still have that coffin sitting in that jail cell. So yeah, that's it's an actual coffin, and they were using that in the Halloween event. So that was fantastic. So I thought that was pretty unnerving. Uh, but... You know, after that, we finally find Troy after 20 minutes of Amy and I just walking around by ourselves, which was crazy, okay? And then, uh, yeah, eventually, you know, we're talking to them and trying to get get our bearings and all that, and then we decide, you know, we'll start setting up. Now, for this investigation, we did have uh, one of our, another investigator that joins us, his name's Ed. And he came in with his cameras, and he has, oh, maybe five or six different cameras that he sets up in different locations. Our team, we do have cameras. We have an SLS camera, We have, which uh, if you don't know what an SLS camera is, basically when we, we hold it up and we're going through different areas, if there's any kind of mass in front of us, it puts a stick figure. So... If an investigator walks in front of the SLS camera, we're going to see a stick figure on their body. Now, is it 100%? It is at a certain range. But if it gets too far, it's hard to pick up those stick figures, so you have to really move around with it. But I will tell you, um, it's quite useful in places like the old jail that we were in and places like the cemetery because if you could possibly see something running by and that's that's always fun but I always tell people that if they're gonna use an SLS camera do not use it in your home because if you see stick figures and shit walking around your house yeah you you might want to move but besides that we have rim masters which are basically um, devices that um, we turn on they can the entities can walk up to the antenna and they can start messing with the antenna um, to basically tell us that they're there we have K2 meters, which picks up electromagnetic fields, and we have, of course, um, spear boxes and different things like that. So we have all this equipment, and we're setting up. Ed's got cameras scattered 
throughout the entire place. He's got a couple cameras downstairs in the main house. He's got one camera looking down, I'll just say cell block A, which is the left side. He's got a camera facing down cell block uh, B, which is the right side on the top floor. And he's got one facing down cell block C, which is the bottom floor cell block. So we, we have everything covered. Oh, not to mention we have a, a camera facing down that creepy-ass hallway. Why not, right? So what we do, you know, we, we decide that we're going to go eat, okay? And then when we get back, uh, the I forget his title. I think he was the county commissioner or something like that. Well, anyway, we meet with the county commissioner, and Justin and Tyler are there, and Justin and Tyler are are telling us that not only do we have these areas, problem areas, but I should say, but the KKK used to operate in the areas around the old jail back in, you know, early 1900s and so forth. And they actually lynched a man on one of the trees behind the old jail. And the reports that they get out there is they see shadow figures moving around the woods so that was interesting so we definitely had to make sure we go and check that out so but after they tell us that uh, majority of them leave um, Justin and Tyler stay with us just for you know liability issues just in case so but they're such great guys we, we didn't mind having them there with us so we started the investigation and what we were doing was we we're doing Ed, Ed was um, kind of doing his own thing, and then we had um, myself, Amy, uh, and well, myself, Amy, Tanya, and Troy, and we were kind of like doing this thing where Tanya and I would split off and go down one corridor, or Troy and I were like we would mix up the teams ever so often, but. It was crazy because the first thing that happened to me, I'll never forget this. We we just went to Zaxby's to, for dinner, whatever. We just had set up for everything. We really haven't even started the investigation. And I'm sitting there in, in the house part. And I remember I was checking some different things. And they were outside kind of going over the plan. And I was going to go out there with them to talk. I was just quickly just kind of grabbing some things real fast. And as I was doing that, I picked up my drink and I took a real quick sip of my drink and I put it down. I was going to head outside and I heard this female voice behind me say, Hey, Oh, and I, I quickly ran outside. I was like, listen, female voice just said, Hey, right behind me. Like, I'm not kidding you right behind me. So we quickly came back inside and we started investigating. Now, that's what really started our first investigation. Now, we were here for two different days, but the first day that we started an investigation, like, we wanted to make sure that we hit this place pretty good. Uh, we had Ed's cameras and everything, and we felt fairly confident that we could get something because um, Justin and Tyler really wanted to have some proof. Um, so we're going through, and we hear this voice, right? And... We're looking and, and whatnot, and, and we're not picking anything up. We do get some some whispers, like we can hear, but we just can't really make it out. Like we can hear something, someone talking that it's not us. So we couldn't really figure that out. 
But as we're going through the actual gel cells, we keep hearing this, this knocking, okay? And it's quite unnerving. So we wanted to make sure that we split into different teams and kind of like focus on that. But as the night goes on, it gets creepier and creepier. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It was one of these things where, um, you know, I personally, I wasn't, I couldn't believe I was actually there. I actually pulled up my TikTok one time and I put on TikTok live and, you know, I was walking around. There's, there's one part where one of the prison cells has a random baby doll, like a destroyed baby doll laying on the floor, like the creepiest shit you've ever seen. Okay. And so I'm sitting there filming that and I got people like commenting on it like, oh, this is, this is terrifying. Why are you there? Blah, blah, blah. And I myself, I'm just like, I don't even know. But as I'm going through, I'm getting, I'm seeing shadow figures running up and down the hallways or the jail cells, uh, especially in that middle part, that, that hallway of nightmares. I'm seeing things like, for example, like I'm standing in one of the jail cells and you can see, because it's like they have like little holes or whatever you can see into the actual middle hallway or whatever that's called. And I could see, because I have like some lights in there, and I could see like a shadow walking by, like someone's in there, which was quite unnerving. So I'm flash or shining my flashlight in there, trying to see if I can, you know, see something. And of course, I, I can't get anything. And I'm, I'm calling out to them, I'm like, hello? Who's there? Uh, my name's Wiley. Can you talk to me? You know, what's your name? Blah, blah. Nothing. And then all of a sudden, because I have a rim master in there, all of a sudden that rim master just starts going off. All the colors. Okay. And something was in the jail cell with me. And I had, um, you know, my, my investigator partner, Tanya with me. And she's like, Oh wow, you got something. And I was like, Oh yeah. And since I saw that shadow move across the hallway, it's like it, it ran out of that middle hallway and then came into the, the jail cell with us. And that was quite unnerving. Now, mind you, Justin is sitting at the the edge of the cell block, kind of watching us. And all of a sudden, I hear Troy and Amy screaming. And they start running down cell block A, which is on that left side. Because I'm on the right side. And I quickly tony and i get our stuff and we're like running this is like something out of a horror film okay i'm we're running down this jail cell or the cell block and i got flashlights we're running and we, we you know we get out and we just like hurry hurry wally come on down here and like we get down to a and we see troy and amy like sitting there like trying to catch their breath and according to them i was at the very end of my cell block cell block b on the right side and they were at the very end of cell block A. And they were walking back and they heard something like come out of that last jail cell that they were in. And according to them, they looked behind and they saw this black mass crawling on the wall. And all of a sudden it just jumps on the ground and basically just starts chasing them. Like they can hear like, and it freaks them out. 
So we're, you know, we're sitting there discussing that, and they're like, yeah, you should go down there. I'm like, oh, what, what the hell? You're like, oh, okay, I've seen this before. Send the one guy in there and get dragged down the hallway. I'm like, yeah, hey, you know, that 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 would be, you know, me. I'd probably play the, you know, the stupid, idiotic teenager that goes down there like, hello, anyone there? And then I, you know, those are the type of characters that you could literally strangle with a cell phone. But, um, of course, you know, me being a dumbass, I went down there. Why not? Uh, so I go down there. And of course, I didn't see anything or hear anything, but um, they were pretty shaken up by it. And yeah, it, it uh, kind of freaked us out for a little bit. And we actually decided to take a short break outside because Troy and Amy were kind of messed up after that. But then when we went back in, we decided that we were going to let the upstairs cells or cell block kind of take a break and we we're going to investigate the bottom cell block. Now, while we're in there, uh, we're seeing, uh, oh, I don't even know how to describe it, but we have the SLS camera down there as well, facing that, or kind of towards that one red room where that guy committed suicide. And I kid you not, there is an actual stick figure of someone sitting on this, uh, it's, it's, it's like the base of a hospital bed, like with no mattress, okay? And he's just sitting on this bed in, in the hallway, which is fantastic as it is. And we're like, oh, shit, there's someone sitting on this bed. And they're like, yeah, well, they go up there and touch it. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I, you know, I go up there and I'm like, st- stick my hand in there. And I'm like trying to see. And of course, you know. Um, it does feel a little like kind of like when you, know, you stick your hand in a spider web and you get that like weird, sticky, spider webby feeling, whatever. That's what it feels like. And on the SLS camera, like I have my hand basically in its torso or, or whatever is sitting there. And uh, that was quite unnerving. But over time, after like everyone messed with it for a little bit, it went away after 15 minutes or so. So that was interesting. We have that all on recording as well. But we were walking around. It was it was myself, Troy, and Amy. We're walking around the bottom cell block. And something happened. I forget what happened. Something happened to Amy and Troy again. And they, they got this sense like they just needed to get out of there. And so they looked at me and were like, all right, Wiley, we're going we're gonna to get out of this because there's something messing with us. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. You know, luckily for me, nothing was messing with me, which I thought was quite awesome because I, you know, I was kind of hoping I was going to be the guy to get drugged down the cell block or whatever, but I, it wasn't me. So they're like, all right, come on. So I'm, I'm like, all right, whatever. So I started following them. And as I'm walking out, something grabs my shirt, like the bottom, the back of my shirt, and just pulls it. And I could feel, you know, like someone, like the shirt coming back. Someone grabbed my shirt, like to pinch the back of it. And I jumped, and I don't know why I did this, but I go, Amy, something pulled my shirt. And Amy gives me, and we still laugh about this, matter of fact, uh, we were talking about this uh, just last weekend. But I said, Amy, someone just pulled my shirt. <laughs> and she looks, or t- doesn't even turn around. She just keeps walking. She's like, 
it's okay, Wiley. Just keep walking. And I'm, and I'm like, okay. And I'm just sitting like walking down the, the cell block. But later on, she'll like, you know, I, I apologize for giving you like that motherly thing about like, you know, keep walking. I'm like, oh no, I just, it just freaked me out. I mean, like it would freak anyone out if they felt someone grab their shirt and they couldn't see who it was, you know. But eventually we get outside and we're, you know, we're, we're calming down and, and whatnot. But um, we're sitting there, and Amy decides that she wants to go walk around the property. So we go out in the back, and Amy immediately starts seeing shadow figures standing in the woods. Now, I look out there, and sure enough, I see the shadow figures as well. Now, if you don't know what a shadow figure is, I mean, they're just exactly what they sound like. They're shadows, and they move really quick. So these are these are shadow figures who are just darting in and out of the woods. And I'm sitting there, whoa, like, that's kind of freaky. Well, Amy and Troy decide that they're going to walk down there. I stay put because I don't, you know, I just kind of like, you know, Justin and Tyler were outside, so I stay put, and I was like talking, I think I was talking history to Justin or something like that, but they were checking it out, and I guess the shadow figures had ran away. But they ended up finding that tree that that one man was lynched on. And it was laying down um, behind some like brush and stuff like that. But that was the actual oak tree that was used to lynch that poor man back in those days. So, But they actually, when they come back, you know, they, they feel rejuvenated and they're, they're ready to go back into the, you know, the, the prison and to investigate and whatnot. So I was like, all right, let's do it. So... I keep getting drawn to this staircase. That same staircase, I had something following me up. So I said, all right, let's go walk upstairs and see what we see. I lead the way, which I don't. I still don't understand, like, how am I always the one that leads the way? Like, I mean, I don't know. It still baffles me. But I'm the one that leads the way, right? Like, I guess, like, you know... It, if anyone grabs me first, you know, I'm going down, but it's whatever. But I'm leading the way up the stairs, and I got my flashlight, and, oh, man. Oh, I get, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about this because I'm reliving the moment. But we're going upstairs, and all of a sudden, as I'm about, like, because the staircase is like you go up, and then you have to turn, and then you go up another part to actually get to the second floor. So I, you know, do, made that turn and I'm put my flashlight up to the second floor, and I see, I see a person's leg, like, like they were standing up there, but they they heard me coming or saw me coming, and they immediately turned to the left and started walking into the room that's on the right. If when, so their left, my right, basically. So I saw that leg. And you want to talk about jumping back four steps? Yeah, that's what happened. And I also probably had to wear my brown pants because I pretty much shit myself. But, you know, the one thing that Troy Troy got from, you know, because he was recording on the camera, he actually uh, made sure to get that part because I had a nice little scare. And, yeah, so he made sure to record that. So... But I, after freaking out for like five seconds, they're like, all right, just keep walking. You, you got it. And I was like, oh, my God. So 
I finally get up to the second floor and I take my flashlight and I shine into the room, which is, by the way, this is the only room that this person or thing could have gone into. There's no way that it could have gone anywhere else. That Because if it had crossed the actual, the main part of the second floor to like go to, in the room across, we would have seen it. Okay, because when I jumped back, I was in the little, the little uh, main, or the, I guess the midway of the staircase, and Troy like stepped up and he had his flashlight on, so he was watching the entire time. So if someone had, if it was someone human, or anything, had crossed to go in the room across from it, we would have seen it. The only place for it to go was in that room that it had entered when it walked to the right. So, doors. I get my flashlight. And I, uh, I walk in there, and there's nothing, absolutely nothing. And of course, I'm just in there like, oh my goodness. And so we we didn't even f- find the person that scared the shit out of me. They didn't see it. I saw it. So there's that. Okay. But you know, Troy and Amy had their experiences. Uh, Tawny had her experiences. We all had experiences in in the old jail, and it was uh, yeah, it lived up to its reputation. We had gotten reports of different things, you know, going through, and you know, hearing the stories from Justin and Tyler, and yeah, no, it we we definitely encountered some things. One thing I will tell you though, we did debunk some things. Because we had the SLS camera one time. <laughs> and Troy had the camera, like our recording camera. And he was like, f- we saw this like sh- wow, shadow ball looking thing moving at the end of the hallway. And it kept moving like our, like left and right. And we're sitting all, it was me, Amy, Troy, Justin, and, and Tyler. We're all five center watching this. And then all of a sudden, like, we just started watching it coming towards us. Like, I was like, oh, shit, it's coming towards us. And <laughs> we, we said, uh, oh, my God, it's coming right at us. And <laughs> Justin and Tyler started, started to start running down the hallway is what they were about to do. And then we quickly realized, oh, my God, it's the camera. It's like the reflection off of the lighter or something like that. But we deemed it not paranormal. So we were... There were certain things that we found that, you know, our equipment was giving off that wasn't paranormal, so we were kind of relieved to see that. But for Justin and Tyler, they were happy to know that we were, you know, when we were investigating, we were, you know, giving some credibility to the things that they were hearing. Uh, they don't even like going into the old jail by themselves. They'll, they focus on the house, okay, because that's where the, their historical society is but they don't touch that old gel really they don't go in there unless they really really have to um so that's you know for them to see the stuff that we captured and to you know it kind of brought closure to them now when we were packing up the first night i had to get the cameras for ed or one of the cameras for Ed, and I, before I went and got the cameras, I had heard, I had heard something on the cell block B, like I heard, I was walking towards the camera, 
and I heard one of the latches on the gel cell like open and like I heard that and I stopped in my tracks and I was like oh shit and I was like that's that's the cell block and that's where that camera is and and the lights aren't on just yet and I got all I have is my flashlight and I walk over to cell block B and I see the camera and I slowly walk over to the camera, I grab the camera, and as soon as I grab the camera, one of the cell doors just slams. <laughs> when I tell you that I could walk on water if there if I was in the ocean, that would be the time. I ran so fast with that camera. I am so amazed that I did not drop it. And I got back to the you know, the base camp which is the main part of the house and they're like it's like, you're all right? And I was like, did you not hear the, the gel cell door? And they're like, yeah, we, we thought that was you. And I was like, that was not me. And they're like, oh, shit. And it's like, should we go back there and check it out? And I was like, I think I'm good for tonight. So, but other than that, that place is amazing for activity. Not to mention, I forgot to tell you guys this, but we were, when we were doing our little walkthroughs, um, I looked up in one of the windows and I swore I saw a figure of a man standing in one of the windows right where cell block B is on that right side. And sure enough, when I go to in the cell block B and look out that window, I could see where I was standing outside. So you could definitely see someone standing in that or right there in that area watching people from the window. So that was interesting. But I am happy to report that we are actually going back to the old Baker Jail, or old Baker County Jail. Uh, we're not going to do it this weekend, but we're going to be doing it the following weekend. So I will be sure to um, find a way to record that and put that on YouTube for a podcast, for a special edition podcast. So you guys can, one, see just the sites and everything that I'm going through and I break it down for you further on this podcast so you guys can hear my experience and see what I was dealing with. Uh, I know I had put it on Snapchat. I also put it on TikTok. I went on TikTok Live. Of course, I'll do that again next time we go because, you know, everybody loves to investigate or see a haunted jail. I mean, everyone loves to do that. So I'll make sure I do that. But, yeah, no, I'm... My team and I are extremely excited about going back. Um, it's not the most fun thing, okay? Yeah, especially for me. I never thought I'd be this guy, because one, if you know me, my family knows I can't do scary movies. I can't. My brother makes fun of me all the time. I cannot do scary movies. Like if there's a scary movie on, like I'm I'm that person that like I have requirements. All right, I have requirements that I have to follow through to watch a scary movie. One, I have to have a lot of blankets, okay? You know, a lot of blankets to cover my face. Two, I require the original cast of Power Rangers to protect me in case shit goes down. Three, I need holy water and a priest to bless the house afterwards. And four, I need night lights because I'm going to have to sleep with night lights for two weeks after. So for me to be... A, go, a paranormal investigator, a ghost hunter, whatever you want to call me, 
is actually really strange, but it's something I really, really enjoy. I, I It's really fascinating, especially in my field as, you know, being a historian and everything. I find it quite intriguing, I should say. So, but... Yeah, no, guys, we're going to be going over different ghost stories and whatnot from my life. This is just one of them. Um, it's kind of interesting because I thought I'd make this episode because, you know, this weekend, the Haunted Mansion, Disney's Haunted Mansion is coming out, so why not? But I'll be sure to include more of these episodes um, as time goes on. So, But make sure when you're listening to the podcast to follow, to rate it, and eventually I'll have... Um, subscription options for you guys to give you guys secret access to, or not secret, but subscriber access to more episodes. Um, but should be sure to tune into that. But also have to tell you guys, if you have suggestions for shows, you can email me at brainhalffullshow at gmail.com. Send me your suggestions, and I'll uh, look at them and see what I can do. All right? Well, you guys have a great night, and peace!